Hey, 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 what up, guys? What up, what up? The Seattle podcast is here. Hey, guys, sorry I've been so busy just with the trip and getting everything ready before the trip, man. I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. I know I was going to get back to you guys and kind of give you a heads up of what I was doing for Seattle, but uh, there's just a lot of stuff trying to finish up with work and I just had a lot going on, man, just to be quite honest with you guys. Um, but yeah, um, I got back to Colorado today, so I just wanted to let you guys all know that. Um, so I am home, but man, I'll tell you guys right now, Seattle is beautiful. Seattle is like, oh my God, like it's so nice. Like I really enjoyed Seattle. It was a very fun trip. Um, you know, I never really thought I could compare Colorado to anywhere, but if I had a second place to live, I would honestly say, I think I would honestly say I would live in Seattle. That's how much I loved it. And people who know me, I love Colorado to death. And I'm always trying to rep 303, baby. I'll be three, baby. You know what I mean? I'm always trying to rep Colorado as much as possible. But I was like so excited to be in Seattle. It was just amazing. Like the people out there are nice. Um, just it's just beautiful, guys. Like flying in, I had the window seat, so I was like, excited looking out the window, checking everything out. Um, saw one of their volcanoes out there, which was pretty cool because the skies were so clear. We actually went out there in a really good time. Um, usually it's hard to see the volcano from Seattle, but since the they were in like a dry heat, it was kind of crazy. They were on a heat wave, and when I was flying in, I was expecting to see, like, all kinds of green, and just thought it was just going to be a lot of green out in Seattle, you know, and it wasn't that way at all. And you know how much I brag about my grass, which I came home, the grass looks beautiful, it's beautiful, but um, while I was out there, dude, everybody's grass was dead, it was just completely dead, it was just something I wasn't expecting to see, but... Um, out in Seattle, they don't really have to worry so much about sprinkler systems and stuff like that because they get so much rain. But um, since they were in that freaking heat wave, it caught them slipping. So, yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of dead grass. They don't have sprinkler systems or even AC, to be quite honest. Um, but, yeah, man, I was just going to Seattle. It was, it was amazing. Um, so when we first came into Seattle, uh, we came into Seattle Airport. Oh, my God. Wait, sorry. Let me backtrack a little bit. But going through DIA was freaking horrible. Oh my gosh. Like there's so many more people in Colorado. I haven't flown in I would say probably about 8 to 10 years. So it was a different experience going in for sure. I used to fly a lot more when um, my mom lived in like Arizona, Vegas. We would always fly out to go see her and visit her. So I was kind of used to like planes and getting off planes and bag baggage pickup and stuff like that. But Man, it was it was a lot. And yeah, I had to go through that one machine that does that quick scan through you or whatever. I mean, I was randomly selected. You, you guys know how that goes. I have a beard now, so I don't know why. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure they probably thought, like, I looked Afghanistan-ish. Or, I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. I was just dark-colored. So, they pulled me to the side. That's not blaming to that. But then they pulled Angelique to the side, too. So... It was whatever, but the airport was a pain in the ass. Went through there, got done. We got on the pot. We got on the plane. Um, the plane was okay. The plane ride was fun. Um, it's just really tiny, man. There's like not a lot of room in the plane. But Delta was pretty tight. The seats were all leather, and it was like kind of comfortable. It was, it was okay considering. But the plane, plane ride. Oh my god! And our Delta pilot, 
he was he was tight though. I, I'll have to give it up to Delta because flying. I've flown on a lot of airplanes. I'd say probably ten airplanes my whole life. So like, it, this is just me. This is something I like to do. But I like to time the zero to sixty. How long it takes them to take? Well, not the zero to sixty, but how long it takes them to take off uh, the runway. So, like, I was on my watch, and I was like, all right, this is from a dead go. Let's see how long it takes Delta to get up in the air. That foo hit the air in 45 seconds. That <laughs> wheel was up. And that's not normal. It usually takes, like, a minute or whatever. But, yeah, so that son of a bitch was gone. And uh, so we took off flying. It was so much fun. Angelique was having a good time. We had a little bit of snacks and stuff like that on the plane. And then we came in and... Just coming into Seattle was beautiful, guys. Like, it was so beautiful. I wish I could tell you guys more, like, describing it, how beautiful it is. But until you go yourself, you won't know how beautiful Seattle really is. And then after that, um, we got off, went to their airport. It wasn't really too bad. It was actually pretty easy. So we got in, got out. um, And then we had to catch a shuttle to get our rental. So we went to our rental to get all that. And it was pretty cool. It's a pretty simple process. You just go, wait in line. Um, and then they just tell us where the car is located, which is like right below after we take the shuttle. So we just took it, went down there. And the guy's like, yeah, okay, uh, you guys pick any car you want. I was like, what? So we picked a sweet Altima. And it was fully loaded, like, all leathered out, like, just had everything. So Angelique was so excited to drive it around. And so we started off with that, just driving around Seattle. I was taking pictures like crazy. And, oh, my gosh, guys, the shore in Seattle is so cool. I've never – well, I mean, I've been to California, but I've never been to, like, a shore like Seattle. And it was very cool to see, guys. It was very unique, just different. It was just amazing. Um, Oh, yeah, and I found out with the – cargo the shipment cargoes that they put on the boats um so there's a little line underneath the boat that's like red and then there's other like the other color could be white blue depending on what color boat they are but when they're carrying loads on the cargo containers the more cargo containers that they put on the boat um when you start to see that red line start to disappear that's how they know if it's either too full or not full enough so when you the weight pushes down on the boat it actually means it's full. So when that red line starts to disappear, then that's how they know the boats are full. And then they send them out and boom. And that's that. <laughs> and I also found out, too, that um, I guess uh, they lose a lot of cargo. Like those kind of boats lose a lot of cargo. It just happens. It's just the way it is. There's a lot of big waves um, and they just knock them over. So I found that out. Um, and a lot of this information I got from the ferry. So I'll get more into that. But, yeah, so I was driving through and. Um, we saw a lot of that, a lot of construction, guys. Seattle is growing so much. Like, it's cool to see other states like us growing. Um, so we was driving, seeing a lot of construction. Uh, we drove to our hotel, got settled in. Um, our hotel was really nice. I think it was called the Hymet or the Hymet. I don't know. Angelique booked it all up. But it was very nice. It was really cool. Everybody there at first, as soon as we got there, the guy was kind of a little douchey. Like, the first, the hostess or the manager there was just, I don't know, he just kind of gave out, like, a little douchey vibe. But it was all right. He was really nice and respectful to us and everything like that. He just had, I don't know, maybe it's just doing customer service too long or whatever. (laughs) But uh, we got in, checked in. Place was beautiful. We're chilling, relaxing. And, uh, oh, yeah. And then at the hotel, when we first landed, um, Angelique... uh, 
she needed something from the corner store. So I was like, hey, you know, I'll go get it. No worries. Just go ahead and just chill. Get ready. Relax. Just take it easy. I'll go to the store and get it. So, you know, I was like, I don't mind walking around Seattle. Check it out. Check out the sites, whatever. So I started walking this uh, to the corner store and uh, I was walking along and they're just like us guys. They have like homeless people. They have a lot of weirdos on the streets and stuff like that. But you know, it is what it is. So I was going into the gas station and uh, I was looking to get with Angelique, whatever she needed. And uh, I grabbed it, grabbed her stuff. And I was on my way back and I was with this older guy and um, he had like one of those, uh, uh, those little carts, those little bell carts that you put your luggage on or whatever. Well, as we were going, um, he hit the wrong button and we went to the basement. And when he went to the basement, he like started pushing his cart out of course and then i like followed him and i was like hey wait, we're not in the right spot well as soon as i said that another elevator door opened up and that was like the cleaning crew um just two girls were in there and they were pushing this really big like um how do i describe it i don't know it's like a big um ah shit i'm trying to describe guys give me a minute um i don't know it's this big huge thing that had like a bunch of towels on it like it was just huge it had it was probably like four to five levels but it was stacked with like a bunch of towels tons and tons of towels and it was pretty big for two girls to be pushing it around i thought it was pretty big but whatever so uh the first girl like walked it out and started rolling it out and it started to tip on her and the other girl was pushing and when she was pushing she was pushing it towards her and it was just making all the weight go towards her so it started to slowly start to fall and it started like crushing her like her arm was trying to catch it but the weight was just too much and it started to fall and it almost like i'm not kidding guys this would have really hurt this girl she was probably like 19 years old she was still young and she's probably like five four like she was just real small so as it was tilting towards her to fall on her like just lucky enough that our elevator door did open when it did because i grabbed it and i caught it in midair while it was falling while this motherfucker was heavy as it was falling guys like i was like i grabbed it and i hit it from the top like because it was already tilting down so i grabbed it and i was like kind of spread out so i was like oh shit boom and i caught it and i was like oh yeah this is a lot heavier than i anticipated and i was trying to make sure that girl got out of there because she was all twisted up and then i like just pushed i don't know i just pushed with my legs and my arms and that balanced it back to go all the way back and then we got it all settled in and towels were all over and everything else that they were carrying on this fucking big ass thing because the the thing that they were carrying on was probably like i'd say seven foot because <laughs> it was a lot bigger than i was guys so i was like holy shit like but besides the point so i was like all right you know i caught it grabbed it pushed it back and then the girl was like holding her arm and i was like are you okay i was like sweetie if anything falls like just get out the way it's not worth risking and hurting yourself like just get out the way if it falls it falls don't worry about that kind of stuff you know and then uh, she's like oh thank you so much thank you thank you thank you so much i was like no worries no worries and like me and the old guy got the fuck out of there and he's like oh my god he's like i'm so glad you were there he's like you reacted so fast like you were so good at catching things and like for me like i was telling you guys when stuff happens like i see things slowly so like as soon as that happened like i just jumped right in like i saw everything going around and i saw it falling and i was like oh fuck so like ran in and grabbed it caught it and i'm just glad she didn't get hurt or anything like that and that was like my first night guys going in so i was like all right cool you know did a good deed well angelique did a good deed because she didn't need anything from the corner store 
I wouldn't have been able to save that girl or help her from getting injured. So, I mean, that was really cool. So that was a, that was pretty cool. I just figured I'd share that with you guys. It was something just wasn't expected, <laughs> random, but I love random things. So I was like, sweet, all right, cool, help somebody out, whatever. So after that, um, we had our rental. So we went and cruised around, checking things out. Um, and then we started setting up things for the ferry for the next day. And oh my gosh, guys, going on out in the ferry was pretty sweet. It was really unique, different. I've never really been on the ocean, let alone in a big boat. So it was just really different. And I loved it, guys. It was so cool. Me and Angelique were just together. Oh, and you can get a beer on the um, on the ferry, which was really cool. So we were having a beer. Um, they had like popcorn and shit, but I can't eat that shit. But it smelled really good. And then... Uh, yeah, just hung out out there. They were telling us. That's where I got a lot of that knowledge about the fucking shipping containers and the boats and stuff like that. Like, about the line on the bottom of the boats. Like, I never knew that stuff. So, I was just, like, blown away. And, uh, yeah, so they were starting to talk to us all kinds, telling us about different things. Like, the Space Needle and, like, you know, Nordstrom originated from uh, Seattle, which I never knew that. And then uh, we saw the very first starbucks in seattle which was pretty cool that was different that's at the market by the way if you guys ever want to go that's at the market um but yeah it was it was just really cool being on the boat um there was not really a lot of waves or anything like that but i saw jellyfish which was really cool the jellyfish were pretty neat seeing them swimming around and shit uh didn't see no sharks or nothing like that while i was out there but um yeah so then we came in docked and everything like that and then we ate on the shore um they had like these different um restaurants and stuff like that so we took i took angelique to this really nice one on the shore uh restaurant and we sat inside and she got to try a bunch of oysters and then i got to try a bunch of beer (laughs) because i love trying beers so you guys know me so uh, they have a lot of their micro brews out there. I don't know if it's uh, brewed in Seattle, but there's this really good beer that they had there, which was called Silver City. It was uh, it was so good, guys. Oh, my God. It was a really good beer. Kind of hoppy. Um, I mean, personally, I'm more into red beards, r- red ales. And the one thing I did find out about uh, the red beers is... There's not a lot of those out in Seattle, which was kind of weird for me because here I'm so used to different varieties of red beer, and that's kind of just my beer I like. I like any kind of red ales. So in Seattle, just to let you guys know, there's not a lot of red beers. If there's any, I think there's a, um, what's it called? There is a city ale, um, Silver City Ale, red ale at like select areas which i did get to try and that was really fucking delicious but they don't have them everywhere and they're not on tap like those ones you have to get bottled um so we did that tried different stuff angelique was eating seafood the whole time she was out there and i was making sure she could have as much as she wanted so we were ordering everything salmon oysters you name it it just i just wanted to make sure she had a really fun time and she loves seafood so i just wanted to make sure she capitalized on all of that and then after that, we did a lot of walking, checking out different places, a lot of shops. Um, and then there's, um, we also went and stopped by uh, a gum wall. That's what they call it. But it's it's close to the market and it's underneath it. And everybody who visits Seattle puts their gum on this wall underneath. So like I went down there and I thought, fake and put my gum on there. Of course, you know me. I, ain't, I was like, oh shit, I put my shit here too. So I put my shit all super high. 
Um, not that high because I'm only like five nine, so <laughs> but his eyes like good. And then uh, yeah, there's tons of people there. Angelique accidentally stepped in some gum, but you know that happens. And then uh, we kept walking down, walking farther down, and uh, I ran across this brewery while we were walking, and I was like, oh, this looks cool. Oh, this looks pretty sweet. And then, like, I was, like, kept walking, kept walking. And the brewery's name is actually uh, Pike's. It's Pike's Brewery. It's a family-owned restaurant. And uh, they brew their own beer there. So they brew it, and they serve tons of seafood, um, just a lot of their own beers there, basically. And um, it was really cool, guys. Like, I went in there. And if you've got, if, if you guys have ever been to, like, a CBN Pots or... Um, a rock bottom or anything like that. Imagine combining those kind of breweries here in Colorado and putting them all in one because that's how Pikes is. It was freaking awesome, guys. There was all kinds of cool stuff hung all over the walls. There was one wall that was just dedicated to the first time they started doing beer in Seattle and how they would ship it and different places who had it and different bars that started carrying it. And it was just really cool. So there's a lot of history there. And I got a lot of this crazy history from one of the regulars there. His name was uh, Scott. Oh, my gosh, guys. Scott was the coolest, coolest guy. Um, we sat down. I'm I'm usually pretty talkative. Like, I'll talk to anybody. I, I'm not shy to talk to anybody. And people who know me know that. Um, so we sat down. Uh, Angelique sat close to him. And then he, like, was just kind of looking. And then we started talking. And then... Um, yeah, he's, he's lived in Seattle. I think he said he's been there for about seven, eight years. He was in, he was active in the military at the time. And then he moved over here and he just kind of pretty much retired and he's just been enjoying it. And he just hangs out there at the bar a lot. So he's a regular there. Um, he was telling me like the owners, like he was like really excited about these owners that own peaks. So I was like, Oh yeah. He's like, yeah, Lawrence. He's like, well, he's like, if this is your first time, I was like, yeah. He's like, why don't you try this beer? And I was like, what beer do you want me to try? He's all, it's uh, called the Space Needle. So I went ahead and tried the Space Needle. The Space Needle is actually, uh, the alcohol con- content in the Space Needle is 6.5, which is pretty high for a microbrew. So I was like, hell yeah. I was like, I'll try that one. Tried it. It's a really good beer because they didn't have any red ales there at Pikes, but um, the um space needle beer it was delicious guys it has a lot of hops like it definitely like when you first drink it it didn't feel too bad like the flavor tasted good a lot of flavor but it did have a lot of hops but man that was a really good beer i really enjoyed it it was delicious (laughs) so i definitely oh it came out nice and ice cold in the mug oh it was so good it was delicious so uh i had that so me and him kept talking about different beers different things and he gave me a lot of history about seattle and like about pikes like they originally uh, closed it down for a while and then he reopened it him and his wife traveled the world i guess for a while and then he just wanted to do another brewery and now it's family owned um and so they ended up coming in <laughs> so the owners actually came in and scott was even telling me he's like hey man they even come in a lot they come in on fridays and stuff i was like oh really that's sweet like i can't wait you know if i see him whatever i didn't think i would get to see him but they came in so his wife came in first the owner's wife came into pikes and uh, she was so sweet. She was so nice. She's like, hey, sweetie, this is your first time? Like, I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah. And Scott was telling me you're from Colorado. I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, I'll be right back. She's like, I got to go run in the kitchen and got to do some stuff. And I'm like, all right, no worries. Like, <laughs> I was expecting to meet you. And then uh, sure enough, like 10 minutes later, the husband ca- came in and 
uh, Scott's like, hey, I got to introduce you to this guy, Lawrence. He's really cool. You just got to talk to this guy, Lawrence. He's from Colorado. So they were like, uh, they're like, oh, it, well, he was all okay, you know, and they turned towards me. I was like, hey, man, how's it going? I'm Lawrence. And he's like, hey, how's it going? He's like, what do you think of the place? I was like, oh, man, this place is so cool. I was like, you got everything hanging on the wall. Like, I love anything old, just cars, uh, different types of beers, anything like that. So he had all that kind of cool stuff all over. And I was like, dude, this is so cool. I was like, you've done an amazing job. This is beautiful. He's like, really, Lawrence? He's like, did you go check out the second floor? Okay, there's like three different floors, guys, of pikes. So the first floor is like, you just go in. There's a lot of like t-shirts, little different stuff, and then a bar there. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. That's the first place where we went. Well, the second place up, there's another bar in there, but it's like more of a restaurant type area. And then you go up another step, well, another couple steps, and then it's like more of a fancier area, and uh, they have really good seafood and stuff like that. So he gave me like a discount card to get whatever I wanted, like just 10% off and stuff like that, which I was totally happy for. And he's like, so uh, he's like, what do you think of my place? You know, how do you think it compared? And I was like, honestly, I was like, the beer was okay there. Like, I ain't going to say it's better than a lot of my red beers that I have here in Colorado. Because, um, like I said, I like CB and Pots. And I like the beers we brew here. Like, Rock Bottom has their beers and stuff like that. And I really enjoy their beers here. But for decorations and uh, restaurant and the atmosphere, Pike's got it all the way. Like, it was just so different and unique where I wouldn't mind going there. Like, it was just that cool, guys. That's how much I liked that place. And the brewing beer there, everything like that. So I really enjoyed that. That was one of my favorite places was Pikes while I was there. Um, And then we started checking out other things, too. We started looking at uh, the Space Needle, which I did go check out the Space Needle. And the Space Needle is dope. (laughs) It was pretty cool. It was that... when you go to Seattle, guys, or if you go on vacation in general, there's a lot of waiting if you want to check out the cool sites. And the Space Needle was one of the cool sites. So it was, I think we paid like 30 bucks for a ticket to go up there, 30, 35, or something like that. Um, and we went up there, checked that out, and that was pretty cool, guys. Going up that high, checking everything. And Angelique was so scared. She was she was a little nervous. She's like, oh, my God, my knees are shaking. Like, they feel like jello. And I'm like, it's all right. Like, everything's okay. I'm not really scared of heights or anything. So, like, I was like, it's okay. Uh, I'll go out first. And, like, I started standing on these, like, little steps that you can uh, stand on. And I saw one kid jump up and look down, and I was like, all right, if he could do it, I could do it. That's just my mentality. So I was like, hey, I'd do it, even though I'm, like, fucking an extra 100 pounds more than a little fucker. But I still ended up going up there. I was like, well, because I wanted her to know, like, if I can stand on this shit, like, you're perfectly fine, babe. My my fat ass can get on here. You're perfectly fine. <laughs> like, you're not as big as me. And she came out there, and she was loving it. She was really scared at first, but she loved it. And the views, guys, off of that. The view on that thing is beautiful. We couldn't eat there or anything. Um, They were actually, like, remodeling the inside, so we didn't get to check out any of that. But you could even get a beer up there. In Seattle, guys, you can get a beer anywhere. Like, every gas station has beers. Uh, Targets have beer. Uh, Walmarts have beer. Like... Every, I mean, not like our kind of targets in Walmart beer. I mean, they have like a whole section of beer. Like it's basically like another liquor store inside of these stores. So we went there, checked that out. Um, that was really cool though. I really enjoyed the needle and uh, just met a lot of random people that were just really amazing. Like the one lady when we first got there at the hotel, uh, when we first landed, 
she was an older lady, but we'd seen her at all the same places that we kept going to, so we kept talking to her, and uh, she reminded me of uh, Bev, one of my family members. She passed away, but she's just like a really sweet lady and really nice and likes to go out and have fun with her husband and that just really reminded me of her it was really cool to see her so we had a really good time and then we saw her at the space needle so that's why i'm talking about her but she was super sweet super nice um that was cool so we did that for a little bit um just a lot of driving and walking and then we went to uh gig i think it's gig harbor or lake gig um it's just where our house was close by but oh my gosh guys it's a little farther away from seattle it's probably about an hour hour and a half away from seattle and it's i'd say probably about two hours no about an hour and a half from seattle and we drove out there and it was it was pretty cool guys it was so nice seeing the house we got to rent um it was a three-bedroom house uh, upstairs and downstairs, um, full kitchen, front room, um, just really nice deck outside, um, a little tiny deck up front. And then in the back, it was just really open. Um, they have all these kind of really cool games there. So we're playing just a lot of cool games. There's Frisbee, um, soccer, baseball. We just had a lot of really cool games for the kids. Cause my niece came out there too. Later on, she got there. And so we did a lot of playing out there and my, uh, nephew Cortez came out we played with him. He was awesome. And, uh, yeah. And then we had, then we had the family reunion, which was the main reason why we went to Seattle and oh my God, <laughs> the first, the first day we got to Lake uh, gig or gig harbored um when we were out there at the house it was uh it was really nice so we just got in got there we we're unloading all our bags getting everything all set up because we had delilah because we had to pick up delilah and Kristen from the airport and it was really cool so we picked them up got them going and we took off so we ended up going to the house and got everything situated and then dad angelique's dad called us and then uh he's like hey you guys uh coming down we're like coming down where oh you guys gotta come come over here to the house and i guess the house that we were going to have the family reunion was only like six seven minutes away from the house we had so i was like all right uh, but all right i guess like we were still trying to get settled in and i was like all right that's fine whatever because her dad was pretty adamant adamant about us going so i was like all right we'll go ahead and go so we ended up going and like it was we showed up, everybody was a little tipsy, I mean, like, really tipsy, <laughs> like, they were pretty lit up, and everybody was happy to see each other, so I understand, everybody was having a good time, but, um, as soon as I got there, the house was so beautiful, and then the backyard was amazing, and I don't, Angelique doesn't really introduce me, but I, that's perfectly fine, I've always been kind of my own person, so, like, I would just go out and say, hey, what's up, how's it going, I'm Lawrence, and started introducing myself to everybody, like, right off the bat, and it was pretty cool man the family her side of the family like loved me like they kept asking me like oh what side are you from who do you belong to like who who are you like they were all like intrigued by me and stuff and it was really cool and i was like i'm a ray side and they're like who's ray and i was like uh ray's my uh father-in-law 
and they mean they're like uh hypey or happy or i don't know he had like a weird nickname and i was like i don't know is he the cop <laughs> and they're like yeah that's the cop i was like yeah that's my dad i was like that's my father-in-law and they're like oh okay okay oh nice all right and then they started introducing me to all these other people like hey you gotta meet lawrence lawrence is really cool i was like oh, i already met him and they're like oh yeah i met lawrence already so it was really cool getting to meet the whole family and seeing everybody and some of the family that was out here that went out there i already know just from here and it was cool like i love everybody on angelique's side of the family they're so nice good people um just when they drink they get a little they get amped up <laughs> like they get a little a little crazy i would say like they just some i don't know i think everybody's family members can handle alcohol differently so um yeah they would get a little riled up but nothing crazy happened or anything like that and you know i met her side of the family there's a couple that like to squeeze your hand really tight just to try to fill you out and stuff like that and kind of come off kind of aggressive but at the end of the day they all loved me <laughs> like even those guys are like, hey can, can, can you do it with me lords <laughs> like they you know there was just a really good time but angelique already had plans man she already had us set up to what we needed to do and get things done so it was really cool. Um, hung out there, chilled with them. That was amazing. Drank a little bit. And then the next day, we went back to the family reunion. We did a bunch of other stuff. We went to Lake Gig and ate food there, which everything was delicious, uh, right on the shore. And, oh, my God. It's so beautiful, guys. Like, we went to the little shops and the souvenir shops. And there's a lot of unique and cool stuff there in seattle and i loved it guys like every everywhere i went like the plants are different like our trees here are like fat and stocky (laughs) and the trees out there are all like kind of taller and uh i would say a little skinnier than our trees so it's and their plants are weird too they have like they don't really have bushes but they have like a lot of like berries and stuff like just a lot of like bush they're like plant bushes so they're like different they're not like our bushes but they're like plant bushes it's really weird but they're everywhere and uh my friend told me that uh i don't know if it's true or not so like i said don't take any of this shit serious guys like do your own research but uh my friend martin uh he was telling me that the reason why they have all that like thickness those like weird grass bush things was because uh, they were afraid of other countries invading us, and if anybody tried to invade us from that area, it'd be really hard for them to get through that kind of stuff. So that's the reason why they have it all over, and it's just spread, like, ridiculously, because it, like, grows really fast. Um, Yeah, so saw all that cool stuff. Um, Then the next day, like I said, we had the family reunion. We were late for that. Apparently, the reunion started at 1 o'clock, and they told us it was at 5 o'clock, at least Ray's side of the family. And uh, we got there, and everybody was, like, kind of getting ready to leave. So that was kind of sad. That kind of sucked. But it was all just miscommunication. We got there. We had a good time. Everything was great. And got to meet a lot of new people, like I said, and meet their family. And my father-in-law, like, oh, my God, he loves to talk. He loves to, like, say his speeches and stuff. And that's just, like, where he lives. Like, that's where he feels comfortable, you know. He loves to talk, and he's just... He's just really good. He's really good at speaking and stuff like that. And his wife, Paula, she's amazing. She makes me laugh all the time. Telling me all kinds of crazy stories about trips they go to and buying things with from people with one arms and shady areas. Just crazy shit. It's just hilarious. This is another podcast. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother level. 
But uh, so we stood out there, did that. Um, there was a little bit of drama. The sisters got into it, of course. But you guys all know how family be. You all know how family be. So that is what it is. Um, hopefully shit works itself out. It usually does. It's just, you know, when you drink, you know, people say stupid shit. And that's kind of what happens. So, yeah, man, all in all, it was a great trip, man. I had such a good time there. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. We also rented a really sweet car, the Altima or whatever. It was fully loaded, had all this really neat stuff in there. It was pretty cool. Angelique was racing it a little bit, but it was great. Um, but, yeah, guys, uh, I would definitely recommend going to Seattle. I mean, I never thought I would like Seattle. I, I mean, that's not right for me to say, but I just didn't think I would really care to even want to go there. But honestly, that's a place I would love to go back, guys. Seattle was amazing. It was great. It was just so much fun and doing the family reunion, spending time with Angelique's dad. And uh, Angelique's dad, his brother, Rocky, isn't really doing so good right now. He's kind of going through a lot of health problems. So it was really cool to hang out with him and, um, you know, if this is his last time, which I hope it's not, like, it was a great time, a great experience, especially his dad, uh, Angelique's dad was saying, like, he enjoyed every moment with him and everything like that. So that's, that's all that matters, guys. When you're going on trips and shit, just... As long as you're with your family, that's all that matters, guys. You don't have to do all that crazy shit like we were doing. Just as long as you're out there with your family and you love them and you can spend as much time with them and make as much memories as you can with the family, you know, that's that's all that matters, guys. At the end of the day, all that other bullshit don't matter, but, like, the happiest time, like, I was out there, I'd have to say, is, like, when I was hanging out with Angelique's family. It was pretty cool. Like, everybody was really... They're very unique and different. Like I said, like I, I don't mind people who drink or whatever. I don't really have any preferences of not drinking, drinking. It's totally up to them, man. It's, if you're a cool person, I want to know everything about you. I want to <laughs> talk to you. You're, you're my kind of people. <laughs> but uh, it was amazing, guys. I had a really good time. So sorry to see how the podcast came out a little bit later. Like I said, I barely got in. Our plane was getting delayed. Um, oh yeah, the Seattle airport on the way back, guys. Oh my God, was awful. There was lines everywhere to go eat something. Anywhere you wanted to go, and there's no hostess. It's all sit down seating basically, and it was just freaking ridiculous how many people were traveling. There was just lines everywhere. That was the only frustrating part. But as soon as we got out of that, like it wasn't bad, man. It was great. And then that fresh smell of the ocean. What you got to be mad about that when you got that going on, you know, beautiful days and uh, it's just great, guys. I really enjoyed it. So I love you guys. Um, Like I said, you know what podcast this is? It's LB3, baby. You know what podcast this be. Um, So definitely do a shootout, like let people know what podcast is what up. Uh, Scott, if you're listening, man, uh, thank you for all the stuff, you know, the knowledge and everything like that. Let me try some of your beers and shit. (laughs) You're cool, Scott. Thanks, man. Um, and everybody else who I met out there, you guys are the best. Um, yeah, so later, guys. I'll be three out, baby. Deuces. <laughs>